0: Um, let's go behind enemy lines we had a guest lined up I think they got just tied up so we're gonna I did a lot of research on on the Broncos for this weekend we don't need to go too crazy on this because it is a uh what are the Broncos three three and ten and
1: the Cardinals
0: are battle eight, of the backups yeah yeah
1: <laughs> it's so it is crazy a- that that is the case that the, uh, for the Broncos man I mean, you go into the season, and they thought that that whole division, that whole AFC, uh, was going to be great. Was going to be dominant, you know. And I mean, look at the Broncos with only three wins. That's insane. The Raiders not very good.
0: Yeah, no, it's been interesting. And even the the Chargers haven't been what you know. A lot of people thought that offense was going to. you know, be able to make up for some shortcomings, but yeah. just hasn't been the same. They've had a lot of injuries at wide receivers. So with that being said, uh, against the Chiefs last week, Russell Wilson was coming off, like I said earlier, his best game of the season, 247 yards, three touchdowns, had a 101 quarterback rating, and then he gets concussed. And yeah. like we said, he probably will not play this weekend. Uh, it's Brett Rippon that came in to fill in for uh, Russell Wilson instantly. Had some success. He threw a touchdown to Jerry Judy right out the gate. But then he followed that up with uh, four for eight completions, (laughs) 56.3 rating, and an interception. So uh, was not the quarterback that they thought they were getting when he first came in and threw that touchdown. Uh, And It was a pretty beautiful touchdown. I think it was the third touchdown of the day for Judy at that point. So the Cardinals, that's what they're going up against offensively not a good offensive team. The running game hasn't been the same. I know because I got the running backs in fantasy football and it's a mess. (laughs) Uh, But the strength of this Broncos team gunner is their defense. And when we look at Colt McCoy, when Colt McCoy's had success and all the fan base was clamoring Colt McCoy, he should be the guy. And, Oh, this will be good. Kyler's out because Colt McCoy's got leadership. (laughs) Well, Colt McCoy, when he's had success, he's had time. And, When he played the Niners in Mexico, he didn't have time. And so thus, he looked like a shell of himself. I dare say it, Kyler Murray looked way better than him at any point in the season uh, versus his performance in that game. He did not look good filling in for Kyler on Monday against another pretty good defense in, in New England. But again, I don't think it's Colt's fault. I think this is just showing you why Kyler Murray's also had struggles. That offensive line's been a revolving door. So when we look at the Broncos, their defense are holding quarterbacks to a sub 80 rating right now, which is not good. So no. um Sertan's gonna be looking to lock down DeAndre Hopkins. You got a you know, got a good corner there. Hopkins likes likes these matchups, he likes the, the top name guys and likes to show out. So we'll see there. Hard knocks last night, definitely documented that. Hopkins was not happy about his performance against the Patriots. He felt he lost the team, the game. I thought that was the best episode. We'll get into that hard knocks here in a minute to close the show, but I thought that was the best episode so far. Um, my last bit on the Broncos is receiving. Uh, when we go to the offense, who's going to be helping out Rippon? Uh, they've got Dolchich, the tight end, who's really come on as of late with Russell. So who's to say that he does that with Rippon? Uh, but he's been kind of consistent for them. Jerry Judy is coming off a big game, three touchdowns, like I mentioned a minute ago. You yeah. have hamstring injuries to uh, uh, Cortland Sutton and uh, Hinton. Both of those guys probably with, with hamstrings. I would imagine they're both do not practices as of yesterday. I would imagine they probably don't come back this week. So they'll, they'll probably be running with some backup wide receivers, but they do have that consistency in Judy and uh, Dolchich. So – that is what the Cardinals are going up against this week, Gunner. I know you love the picks, NFL.com dead split. They have ten analysts that all picked five for the Broncos, five for the Cardinals.
1: Nobody's got a call. Not touching this game. Not touching this game, dude. I, I tried going. I tried. I tried. You know, on uh, on Monday to go with the uh, the Cardinals. I'm not going to touch it with the with backups. You know, and they're going to watch a lot of tape on uh, Colt, which there's not much tape, but. You know, I, I have a feeling that um, Bill Belichick had, you know, was ready for Colt McCoy, you know, coming out of the half and knew what worked against Colt McCoy, as you know, you saw with the 49ers, kind of held them down in Mexico City. Uh, Denver's got, uh, you know, they're, they'll probably pull what, uh, what Belichick did and, you know, and know what works against Colt McCoy. And what, what, what issue I see with uh, Kingsbury is that he's got to stick with the game plan. He's not going to try and figure out, something new with Colt McCoy to kind of throw the team off. And I mean, you don't see that from Cliff Kingsbury.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I want to just chime in here on these betting lines and potentially some props or odds. And before, cause I know you're going to turn your attention to, um, to talk a little bit of the TV program that is the Arizona Cardinals in season, but Trey McBride, you know, after the, after the injury to Ertz, obviously he's come in, he's been playing. I I always think it's important when your season is maybe effectively over looking at some of the young players and trying to be excited about them. What have you seen from him so far to this point, coming off that new England loss three catches on six targets, 28 yards. That's the most yardage he's had in any individual game a second most receptions behind the four catch day that he had against San Francisco. Are you liking what you're seeing from him? Because I think that's something that Cardinals fans can at least hold on to a little bit of hope is that if there's some young talent, that's going to be a part of what happens going forward.
0: I was super hyped on Trey McBride and I've soured a little bit. Uh, On Monday, he had that grown man catch where he got leveled and kept the ball. And it was probably his best catch of the season by far. Uh, so that gave you hope that gave you the signs of like, man, that was like a Kelsey type catch. Like he didn't, he, he showed he was a grown man playing a kid's game there. Uh, if he can do more of that and, and I'm not necessarily it's, it's his fault either. We've seen this team is not very good at developing young talent. You know, they've got Newman in or whatever on the, the linebacking core right now, and, and he ain't playing well, and and they they are not playing the young guys that they just drafted in his place. And it's just like, guys, develop these players. Name one young guy that we have successfully developed over the past couple of years, I dare you. And so when you look at a Trey McBride, it's like, I don't know if it's all on Trey. Like, I it, it makes me think if he was somewhere else, he'd probably – Mm -hmm. be a Hawkinson type player or a Gasicki or a, you know, one of those guys who aren't, aren't dominating by any fashion, but Hawkinson's starting to show he is the guy that, that the lions had drafted originally. And he's now performing pretty well with the Vikings. It's one of those things where again, change the scenery. He leaves the lions where he was kind of subpar, had some injury stuff, whatever. And then he goes to Vikings and now he's kind of a staple of that offense right now. So would that be the case with Trey McBride? I don't know. Um, I'm not giving up on him yet. I am scared to call Rondell Moore a bust, but I'm almost there. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's another player that, you know, he just went to IR and it's like, again, a guy not being developed, but he's he's constantly hurt. And when he's on the field, he's subpar. So you look at multiple players on this team that are kind of in the same boat, like a Trey McBride. It, it's, it's, it's the jury's still out. We are not, not exactly sure yet.
2: And certainly a conversation for the back end of the season, young players, young talent, that might be more successful somewhere else, right? That's the hardest thing if you're a Cardinals fan. You don't believe in the coaching staff. You don't believe in the GM. You don't believe in the training, the scouting. Like You don't believe in so much how many players are maybe being broken inside the Cardinals organization. That's more of a tease, though, my friends, for the offseason, I think. That's the story of the Cardinals of
0: of 20, 30 years. I I mean, for years and years in the 90s, it was, man, why do these guys leave the Cardinals and become dominant awesome performing players and th- we've never gotten rid of that and and it's that's the one thing this is why we scream to the hills that we want sean payton or someone like that to come in to change the culture change the mindset get someone that is a hot commodity to come in here and and show what they can do with this franchise so that's why i want to give up on the cliff experience but that's not right there. <laughs>